to play now Put me in the game now I came here to prove it, I'm ready to do it I can't be afraid now Put me on the stage now I'm ready to rage now I feel like an animal stuck in a cage And I'm ready to break out Bonjour, ladies and gentlemen, my house. How are you? All good in the hood, I hope. And welcome to another Monday's live stream. And welcome to the 1st of February. I don't know about you, but January must have had about 16 weeks in. It literally took forever to get through January. And it doesn't look like, if we're being honest, ladies and gents, that February is going to get that much better. Let's be honest. There is a lot of uncertainty at the moment. There's a lot of people just annoyed. And of course, for every... every they have every right to be. But there's not a lot we can do about it. We can sit there and point the finger, we can blame, or we can just get on and see what it is that we can do. And that is what I wanted to talk to you today about. And it's basically just a little bit of optimism, understanding optimism a little bit better, and knowing what you can do to feel a little bit healthier, feel a bit happier, feel a bit fitter and feel a bit stronger during this 2021. Because here's the thing, you know, everyone was getting excited for 2020 to get out of the way. And some people are kind of realizing that we're we're not out of the clear yet and we've still got to be a little bit patient. But just because we're being patient doesn't mean that we need to be having a bit of a Debbie Downer about it. And I think that's what's important is to understand really what optimism is about. Because a lot of people look at optimism as kind of a happy-go-lucky smile, doesn't matter what happens to you, that you deal with the world and it's all good. And that's not true. That's not true at all. You know, I would say that I'm a very optimistic person, but whenever I get thrown a curveball or whenever lockdown comes in or whenever a gym you know, gets closed or whenever, you know, I was in self-isolation for two weeks, like probably a lot of you ladies and gents out there, you you have a few hours, or at least I do, of just going, for fuck's sake, and just getting wound up. But I reflect on it, I ponder on it, and then I pivot and go, well, how can I make the best of this new situation? And and essentially that, to me, is what uh, optimism is all about. And I was reading a blog post yesterday, and it was talking about, it was actually talking about the difference between optimism and delusion. Because um, there is a lot of deluded people out there, especially those who sell ketones. But we won't get into that today. We're all, all about being positive. But I remember this quote, and uh, what this quote said is Optimism is feeling good about your chances of success, but knowing that the possibility of failure exists. Yet, whatever happens, you'll find a way to come out of the other side of adversity even stronger. And that's, and that's essentially what we've had to do this entire year. We've been throwing curveballs left, right, and center. And we've had to pivot and change. You know, I was very much last year looking forward to getting back into a training routine in the gym, was getting back into a training routine in the gym, and that all got thrown out the window. Then I switched to my studio in here, And I kind of did a good one or two weeks and then got out of the groove with that. One thing I'm very grateful about is that my Train With Jay challenge is started today. And we're going to be starting home workouts Monday, Wednesday, Friday, which I'm very much looking forward to doing. So that is one positive thing. Um, And, you know, the gyms will be opening again, maybe March, maybe April, hopefully by April. And then I'll get back into a new, you know, pivoted training routine then. 
But it's that thing that I said with a quote at the end of the day, whatever happens, you'll find a way to come out the other side of adversity even stronger. And you know, when you get about a year away from now, two years away from now, you'll look back and hopefully you'll be grateful. Um, and that's one of the biggest keys of optimism is that, you know, gratitude that so many people don't practice because they think it's some woo-woo shit with some joysticks when you're going hum, when it's actually such an important thing to do on a daily basis. Another quote that comes to mind when it talks, when people talk about optimism um, is this, and it's, and it's, it's a quote, it's two men look through prison bars, one saw mud, the other saw stars. And that, that is optimism 101. You know, you have two people in the same situation. One looks at it as a bad thing. One looks at it as, you know, what good can come from this? You know, and some people don't get that. They're like, well, they're both in prison. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you're not, you're looking too literal, you know, you're looking too literal at this thing. Uh, and But it is a reality. You'll have two people in the same situation and the way that they respond to it is very, very differently. And this comes down to reflecting, um, it comes down to looking at the situation and knowing what you can do. And so many people get focused on what they can't do and get hyper-focused on that. And that can really get you wound up because, you know, if there's anything that I've learned from this year, it's how to deal better with anxiety, overwhelm, uncertainty, because we've all had to experience more than our fair share of it. And the way I've kind of looked at it is gone right. You know, all of these habits that you have, Jamie, they are going to be so important to do these days because they're the things that are going to reduce down that overwhelm, reduce down that anxiety and reduce down that uncertainty. And they are simple things. They are simple things. Yes, they are simple to do as in to implement, but to actually get the motivation and discipline to do them is is, is two different things. So I love that quote. Two men look through prison bars. One saw mud, the other saw stars. Stop looking at mud, start looking at stars and look at the um, things that you can do rather than the things that you can't. So I've, got, I've written down three things here about how to practice optimism. Because here's the thing, you know, people say, oh, that person's an optimistic person or that person's a pessimistic per person. But you can pretty much be whatever you want to in life as long as you practice it. A lot of people have this kind of fixed mentality and some of the book recommendations that I gave some of my train with J Crew uh, this weekend was this one, Mindset by Carol Dweck. This is a fantastic book uh, that talks very much about fixed versus growth mindset. And if someone doesn't think they're optimistic, they never will be because they'll never practice optimism because it's something that you can get better at. You can become more optimistic by your daily practices. So how do we practice optimism? The first one is mindfulness. Um, some things that have changed this year with my mindfulness is, is maybe, well, one thing brought over from last year, but one thing I've gone into this year is I do my morning walks and usually I listen to a podcast or I listen to music. In actual fact, the last couple of lockdowns, I was listening to more music than podcasts to make me feel good. Music, of course, is a great one. But what I've done this year is I've just been going for my walks without any headphones whatsoever. And that just allows me to absorb my surroundings. And of course, I live by the sea, very fortunate to do uh, to live by the sea. And it just allows me to take things in a bit better. And I consciously focus on listening to the, you know, listening to the sounds around me. 
and it just allows me to be a little bit more mindful. I've also changed a little bit of my walking routine. So I'm walking more through through this park and I just take a little bit of time to walk slower through that park and just look around. And, and so many people don't do this because we're like robotic with our days. And it's something that you have to practice to say, right, I'm going to go out without any headphones on and I'm just going to absorb Sometimes going out without your phone and just absorb, just reflect. And, and that's why I love living by the sea so much because it's a place that you can um, reflect a lot. So mindfulness. Um, another way of having more mindfulness is by having a phone swap day. I have a phone swap Thursday most of the time where I switch my mobile phone off. That causes you to be more mindful because you've got nothing else to do um, with your phone. So you, you actually, you know, when I'm not on my phone, I'm a lot more consciously aware of the people around me and the things that I'm doing. So actually having a, a you know, some people have a tech free Tuesday and it all depends on your work, but a phone swap Thursday for me has been a massive game changer. And one thing I can't wait because what I used to do pre pandemic or when we haven't got a lockdown is I go away to a spa every Thursday and, uh, do sod all. I take a couple of books, leave my phone at home, I get a massage, I get, you know, a pamper, get a bit of pamper on. I love it. And that's me looking after myself. That's me having that day disconnected to reconnect with myself. And that helps me so much in my mindset and it helps me so much in my business too. Because some of my best ideas have come from doing nothing and sitting in that spa with a notepad and pen and a book. Um, And I can't wait to get back to it. So... Phone Swap Thursday, being off your phone can produce a hell of a lot more mindfulness, most certainly. Gratitude. As I said, this gratitude isn't this woo-woo shit, okay? It's not just joysticks going hum. Something that I do every evening is what's called Grid Diary. If you go to, there's lots of different journals and everything else like that. And I'm, you know, I'm an old school paper and pen kind of person. I don't like too many apps on my phone that does shit especially in the evening if I'm journaling and I'm, I, I don't have my mobile phone on. But there are a few things that I, a few questions that I ask myself on this app called Grid Diary. If you go into the app store, if you're an Android peasant, I, I, I don't know what you're going to use. You're probably better off using a pen and paper. But if you are uh, an iPhone user, well done you, awesome, then download Grid Diary or Grid Diary too. And I ask myself these one, two, three, four, five, six, seven questions. So the seven questions that I ask myself is, what did you do to contribute to your health today? What did you do to contribute to your wealth today? What did you do to contribute to your productivity today? Or were you productive today? What or who did you connect with today? So rate yourself with your connectivity. What triggered you today, if anything? And how did you deal with it? Important one. Did you have fun today? Did you have fun today? And what was it that you had fun with? And then the, fu- the final one is what can you improve tomorrow that you didn't do today? So there are seven simple questions which will take you less than five minutes to answer. And actually, it helps you in the evening so much to do that five minutes because you reflect on the day. But most importantly, you look at what you can do to improve the next day. So you don't get to the end of the week going, well, that was shit. You actually go, ah, I actually made conscious improvements to connect with people better, to focus on my health a bit better today, 
to be a little bit more productive, to not get so fucking triggered because there's lots of bellends out there. And uh, have, do some, have some fun. Have some fun. I've, I've started hooking the Xbox back up on the weekends. Started playing... Um, we got a Nintendo Switch for Christmas. Uh, well, I didn't. Uh, Eliza did. Well, it's kind of mine as well, I suppose. <laughs> and playing Mario Kart and shit like that, it's awesome. Uh, my last Nintendo tune-up, we had a children's challenge, and it was awesome. Do something that you haven't done since you were a kid. People forget to have fun because they, they honestly don't think they can have fun because we're in a lockdown. It's Yes, it's a lot more difficult. No, we can't go places, but we can have fun. Amazon, okay? You need to think, you need to think of some ideas. You do. There's lots of fun shit you can do on Amazon. Go and buy a Meccano set. Go and buy some Lego. Go and buy some painting kits. Buy some, um, I don't know, what are they called? I was going to say, yeah, buy some water pistols and Nerf guns and have a have an indoor um, Nerf gun fight. Come up with some shit. And, and actually look forward to doing it on the weekends or look forward to doing it on your, your phone swap Thursday. So gratitude grid diary helped me immensely. And, and essentially writing down my thoughts and feelings. Something that I spend a lot of time doing is doing my notes, doing my, you know, filling out these books of different things that I've got to get done, but also things that I'm thinking and feeling for the day. And we all go through emotions differently. You know, we do. Sometimes we have good days, sometimes we have bad, and that's that's the great thing about it. So I've got a couple more things down here which will actually help you with optimism and actually help you feel a little bit better. Okay, so one thing that I have started to do on a daily basis in the morning. So my morning is um, it's quite routine, especially weekdays. It's 15 minutes of stretching, 15 minutes of reading and a little bit of breathing. And what I thought I'd do today, ladies and gents, is take you through some of the breathing that I do. I normally do eight rounds, but I thought what we'd do today is four rounds. And it's kind of... Um, I've forgotten what it's called now. Um, it's four, seven, eight. So four, seven, eight. So it's four seconds breathing in. Seven seconds holding your breath. And then eight seconds breathing out. And what I thought we'd do, ladies and gents, because you probably haven't done any breathing. Um, but you've obviously done some breathing today. <laughs> I'd be a little bit concerned, but some deep, controlled breathing. And that's what I thought I'd do today. Who's up for some breathing? Are you up for some breathing, ladies and gents? I'm up for some breathing. Let's let's do some breathing, shall we? So we're going to do four intervals of this, and I want you to uh, do this along with me and uh, see how you feel afterwards. I normally do eight rounds, but we're going to do four today. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Okay. If you are listening to this on my podcast, even better, take the breaths, deep breaths in, hold, and then breathe out. So let's go, shall we? Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Inhale. 
Hold. Exhale. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Finished. And there we go, ladies and gents. Nice and simple, eh? That was only a couple of minutes. The uh, eight rounds, of course, about four minutes. But everyone's got four minutes in the day to do that. And it makes you feel better. That 478 feels bloody good. And it's most of the time we don't, you know, when we're stressed, when we have anxiety, we, we shallow breathe. We're like, we don't actually spend time breathing a lot more deeply. I, I tend to, because I, I do that. Plus, when you jump in the sea every day, you tend to breathe quite deeply. <laughs> so breathe, ladies and gents, is, is something that we do every day, but it's something that we don't focus on. And then the final one, ladies and gents, one thing that makes you a lot more optimistic is exercise. Okay, exercise. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to do some exercise. For those of you who are listening to the podcast, I'm going to be explaining it. And for those of you watching on Facebook Live, I'm going to be showing you. What we're going to do, ladies and gents, is we're going to do a push-up ladder. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a inchworm out. We're going to do one push-up. And then we're going to inchworm back to the top. Once we get to the top, we're going to inchworm back down. We're going to do two push-ups. And then we're going to come back up. We're going to come back down. We're going to do three push-ups and we're going to come back up. And we're going to attempt to get to 10, okay? So by doing this, I'm not sure on the maths, but you've probably done about 55 push-ups doing this. And it's a great exercise to do if you're stuck with time and don't feel like you've exercised today and you just want to get something done quickly to make you feel better. So that's what we're actually going to do today. We're going to be doing some walkout push-ups. We're going to go from 1 to 10. Are you with me, ladies and gents? Are you going to find a space? I don't, I don't care where you are. If you're driving, of course, don't do this. Uh, if you're out on a walk, I want you to stop and do this. If you're watching this at home, I want you, or you're in the office or wherever you are, just stop what you're doing, and I want you to do this along with me. So let's get this going, shall we? Right. I'm going to switch to my... Lav mic. I'm going to switch to here. And we are going to rock and roll, ladies and gents. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. So, exercise today. And I'm not really dressed for it. We're going to walk out. We're going to do one push up. And then we're going to come back. And then we're going to do 10 in total. Now, what's a real good challenge for yourself is to keep going 11, 12, 13. 14 and see how far you can go but today we're only going to be doing 10 okay so we're going to walk walk our hands out one push up and come back and when we come back up we're going to go down and we're going to go for two push-ups now and walk back out as soon as we go up we're going to go down for three and back up and back down and we're going to go for four now. And back up. And down for five. 
So walk your hands out. There we go. It's getting a bit more difficult now. We're going to go for six. And back up. Much more difficult it looks. <laughs> okay, seven. And back up. Breathe. And down, eight. What's been a while since I've done this? And back up. And nine. Whew. And the last one, ladies and gents, walking out for 10. Ta-da! <laughs> there we go, ladies and gents. Let me over back here, and that is exercise. Oh yes, <laughs> exercise will make you a lot more optimistic. So, to summarise, ladies and gents, it's important during this time of uncertainty to have an optimistic approach to things, okay? Quote that I love, as already said, optimism is feeling good about your chance of success, but knowing that the possibility of failure exists. Yet, whatever happens, you'll find a way to come out the other side of adversity even stronger. Cool. Taking my breath away, that. Um, a quote that I love, two men looked through prison bars, one saw mud, the other saw stars. How to practice optimism? Mindfulness, okay? I've been walking without my mobile phone, game changer. Having a day off your mobile phone, game changer. Switching social media off after 8 p.m., game changer. And gratitude. Ask yourself these seven questions every day. What contributed to your health? What contributed to your wealth? What contributed to your productivity? Who did you connect with today? What triggered you today? Did you do something fun today? And most importantly, what can you improve tomorrow that you didn't do today? Breathe. So for those of you who were following along, with this app here. This app here is called iBreathe, okay? iBreathe, it's a free app as well. You can set all the intervals, and I believe if you upgrade, it's like $3.99 or something, but it's a great app. And finally, exercise. Make sure you're doing something. That was, <laughs> that was a cheeky exercise. It doesn't feel difficult, but then it catches up with you, especially that seven, eight, nine, and 10. So there we go. Hopefully you enjoyed that, ladies and gents.
And that is it from today's live, okay? There's still a lot of uncertainty in Feb. There is. But don't focus on what we can't do. Focus on what we can do. And what we can do is we can do the simple things of exercising, writing down our thoughts and feelings, and having that optimistic view. Because this isn't going to last forever, ladies and gents. It, things will get better. And it's important to look back on these times and you know, be grateful that we've had them. And that sounds crazy at the moment, but going into next year, maybe, you're going to be hopefully not taking things for granted that, you know, you didn't have the ability to have, such as, you know, a gym, such as going out and see your friends and family whenever you like, and hopefully your new habits and routines that come in after this stay because it makes you realize how the little things in life matter. So that is it from me, ladies and gents. Really hope you enjoyed that. Have a fantastic week, and no doubt I will speak to you all soon. Adios, amigos. None of you people can tell me to stop. My town, my crown. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top.